Hello, I'm Panicky in the UK. This is Panicky Pictures. Welcome and bienvenue. Welcome. Agus Dierive Aherda. Fortune. It's not very often that I do two episodes quite so close together, but I found out two or three days ago that it was European Day of Languages today. And I thought that I would do a quick little episode. I say a quick little episode. I'm going to try and keep it brief. You know what I'm like. But uh, I'm really going to try and keep a lid on it this time around. So my idea for this episode is that I tried to come up with a list of a film that I had seen and preferably liked for every one of the 24 official European languages. I did not manage to do that. I do not seem to have seen a film in every one of these languages. Unless, you know, I've missed logging something on Letterboxd or whatever. But as far as I could make out, um, I am missing a good few. Uh, I think there are nine languages that I'm missing. Some of them are kind of surprising, some of them less so. But I did manage to get 15, which I think is not bad. And I'm just gonna go through them all for you. So, uh, so let's do it. Most of these are films that I recommend, some of them less so, uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Alright, so I have organised these in order of alphabetical order of the languages they represent. Okay, I hope that makes sense. So, the very first one on my list represents Bulgarian. It's the 2017 film Western, directed by Valeska Griesebach. I love this film. Uh, it's about essentially a group of German construction workers who go out on a job to Bulgaria. It's kind of a culture clash movie. It's very much about masculinity, which I always find fascinating. There's a lot going on. Um, I very, very highly recommend that film. Uh, the second film on my list is there to represent Czech. And this is the 1988 Svank Meyer version of Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Now, confession time, I haven't seen this film since I was a kid. I think it was um, shown to me by somebody who perhaps didn't quite realise <laughs> what they were showing me. Uh, I remember finding it really disturbing at the time. I have been meaning to go back and rewatch it for a long time. But to be honest with you, it was basically a choice between this and Daisies, and like highly controversial opinion here, but I find Daisies to be pretty overrated, I'll be honest with you. So I didn't really want to put that on the list, despite the fact that I know everybody loves that movie, but it's just not my thing. So I did go with Alice despite not remembering it very well, but it really made an impression on me at the time. I know that much, an emotional impression. So it obviously had some kind of power, even if the details are a little bit fuzzy. All right, so uh, my third movie on here represents Danish. Now, I was quite surprised by this. I had fewer choices for Danish than I suspected. A lot of the things that I thought were Danish turned out actually to be Swedish. Uh, and I was kind of spoilt for choice as far as Swedish films went. But uh, when it came to Danish, much less so. I went with Royal Affair. Not a movie I actually loved, um, but it is starring Maz Mikkelsen. It's the first thing I think that I ever saw him in. Um, it was before Hannibal, I'm pretty sure. It was before he was in Bond. 
I could be wrong, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Certainly the first thing I remember seeing him in, and it's also an early role for Alicia Vikander. Uh, so I think a little bit of a star maker. I know Maz Mikkelsen had been kind of steadily working before that, but I don't think he'd really kind of broken through in the West. In the West? Uh, no, I mean in the Anglosphere, not the West. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, uh, A Royal Affair is on there. I I guess, you know, to be honest, I remember not being in a great mood also when I saw that movie. Um, just had personal stuff going on. So that also may have kind of affected my experience of it. Maybe if I saw it again now, I would feel more positively towards it. I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's what's there for Danish, A Royal Affair. For English... Um, I mean, I went back and forth on whether to even include English on this list, because obviously I've seen a billion movies in English, right? Um, it, you know, it seems kind of unnecessary. But I decided to add it on anyway. It is one of the official languages um, of Europe. Uh, and I went with Son of Rambo, not my all-time favourite English language film, but just... Um, an English language film that I saw pretty recently and really liked, so Son of Rambo. Uh, if you don't know Son of Rambo, uh, it's an early role for Will Poulter. It's it's a really lovely film. I almost, in so I was thinking of doing like a back to school episode a couple of weeks ago. I didn't end up doing it, but this was on my list for that. But I think it's really, it's a movie about a, an unlikely friendship. So it's a buddy movie. It's a film that really kind of captures, I think, the mood of the 80s, even though it is completely unclear when in the 80s it's supposed to be set. Don't even get me started on how many kind of anachronisms there are in this film. It is also kind of a love letter to filmmaking, particularly DIY filmmaking, in the same way that Be Kind Rewind is. So I think it's a really charming little film. I love it. So check it out if you haven't. Next on the list, representing Finnish, is The White Reindeer from 1952, which is this kind of fascinating folk horror. I really like this film. It's incredibly atmospheric. Um, I think it's got quite a good reputation among cineasts, uh, so perhaps you've seen it. But if not, um, I would I would highly recommend it. I think it's really interesting, particularly if you like folk horror. Um, right, next on my list for French, and also um, uh, another uh, language which I, I'm not sure I can pronounce right. Is it Shti? Shti? Um, anyway, uh, there the is some dialogue in this film in that secondary language, which I think is also known as Picard. Uh, anyway, this is the 2008 film Welcome to the Sticks. Uh, I think an incredibly successful film domestically in the French box office. I don't seem to come across a lot of people who know about it in the English-speaking world, but uh, it's a really fun film. It's not like objectively the best French language film ever made. It's kind of sentimental, it's populist, but it really worked for me. Um, I found it so, so charming. It's had a couple of remakes. Uh, I think there were talks of a US remake, which never materialised, but there have been remakes in other European countries. So uh, 
uh, worth checking out if you're in a sentimental mood for something very kind of heartwarming and uplifting. Not necessarily the most intellectual film you're ever going to check out, but hey, I liked it. Alright, next on the list for German. Again, this was another one where there were a lot of choices. I decided to go for Tony Erdmann, partly just because I love Sandra Hula. Uh, who is kind of one of the two lead performances in this film. This is a long film, but I think it is worth putting in the time. Um, it's a father-daughter dark comedy, uh, essentially about <laughs> about a wacky dad and his shenanigans. But uh, Sandra Hula plays the daughter. There's a brilliant scene uh, where she sings that song, um, The Greatest Love of All. Um, I would recommend looking up that scene, even if you're not going to watch the movie. So, so yeah, great movie. Next on the list, we have Hungarian. Uh, I didn't have a ton of choices for this one, but I do have a film that I really, really love. Uh, 2014's White God. I feel like I must have seen it considerably more recently than that. It probably didn't get a UK release until, I guess, 2015, but even that seems like a long time ago. Not that time has meaning for me anymore, I don't know, it's all just a blur. Maybe it was 2015 that I saw it, but it's really fresh in my mind. And this is this very kind of haunting film. Um, it's, it's a story about a girl and her dog, uh, but it's a lot more than that. It's kind of a take, I guess, on the birds a little bit, um, but incredibly atmospheric, incredibly affecting. Really highly recommend that film. That's White God, 2014. Next on the list, we have Irish. And of course, it had to be The Quiet Girl and Colleen Kewen just came out last year. Uh, I really liked this film. I, I love films that are kind of a child's eye view. It reminded me a little bit of Summer 1993, which I also absolutely loved. And yeah, I mean, it's one of the kind of few Irish language, certainly kind of prestige Irish language films that exists. Uh, so again, there wasn't a ton of choice for this one. I want to shout out the short film Yu Ming is Anam Dom, which is just a, a fun little short, which is also in the Irish language. Uh, but of course, The Quiet Girl is my pick. All right, next up is Italian. Uh, again, one with lots of choices. I decided to go for La Strada, 1954. Actually translates as The Road, which um, I, I mean, I remember hearing about La Strada for a long time before I finally saw it and never knowing that it meant the road uh, until I actually watched it and kind of looked it up. Kind of a traveling circus film, a road movie, a love story. I think what I love most about this film uh, is the performance from Giulietta Messina, which is incredible. It's this kind of strange clown performance but incredibly incredibly touching um great physical comedy but without losing that kind of pathos that you get with certain kinds of clowning reminds me oddly of happy as lazaro another italian film um i think both of those films remind me of pinocchio in ways that we probably don't have time to get into. Anyway, I think, you know, most people are probably better on Fellini than I am. Um, 
I still have a big blind spot in a lot of Fellini's films, but I, I love La Strada. And, uh, and that theme from La Strada, such an earworm. All right, uh, so next on the list is Polish. Uh, I've gone for 2018's Cold War, a really interesting film. Now, okay, so here's another confession. When I went to see Cold War, it's not a long movie, but I think I went in with a large black coffee and a big glass of water, and I needed to piss so badly that I had to go out, and it was like the last... 10 minutes of the movie or something it was winding up it was such bad timing but i just really (laughs) really had to go um so there's uh, a little bit of that film i came in before the end but i missed something and i've been meaning to rewatch uh this movie for a really long time i still haven't got around to it uh i know i loved what i saw but yeah um not ideal not ideal but still uh, i think i can pretty confidently say that it is a really uh, great movie okay so next on the list is portuguese uh now i think uniquely among these films the film that i have gone for is not a european film um it is actually a brazilian film and it's good manners which is a queer werewolf movie from 2017 and also a movie about class really interesting stuff going on in this film definitely worth a watch i went through a period where i was watching quite a lot of um brazilian cinema i think i watched this at around the same time as i saw neighboring sounds which is another brazilian film Uh, And I kind of feel like you pick up on some of the same themes running through both of those in terms of kind of gated communities and class divide and things like that. So that's really interesting. Anyway, very, very interesting film. Definitely recommend it. Next on the list, Romanian. And the film that I've gone for here, again, didn't have a huge amount of choice for Romanian cinema. The one that I've gone for is the documentary Bruce Lee and the Outlaw from 2018. So interesting, essentially about this guy calling himself Bruce Lee, who lives underground. There's a whole community of people uh, living in these underground tunnels, and a lot of them are children, um, Ceausescu's orphans. A really disturbing film but uh, well worth a watch. So if you are able to track that down, um, I think I originally saw it on Mubi. I don't know if it's available on their catalogue anymore. I don't think it's an easy film to find, but if you are able to find it, I think it's really, really worth watching, if uh, quite a hard watch. All right, next up is Spanish. Uh, Again, so much choice here, but I had to go for Pain and Glory, 2019, of course, starring Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz. I think both of them probably giving career best performances in this film. I just, just love it. Yeah, one of my favourite movies of all time. I think it's in my letterbox top four right now, which I'm probably going to fiddle with soon. I might do like a Halloween thing, do some horror movies. But yeah, just fantastic. Love it. All right, and finally, for Swedish, 
it is uh, 2018's Border, which is, uh, it was one of my favourite films of that year, along with Us, directed by Ali Abassi. I don't want to give too much away about that film for those who haven't seen it, but it's essentially about a border agent who has a, what she believes is a chromosomal abnormality, and she has this incredibly enhanced sense of smell, which kind of aids her in her work, but there's a lot more to the film than that. And again, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen this film yet. Please see it. I felt new connections growing in my brain as I watched this film. Uh, I just think it's great. And again, Swedish was one where, you know, I was spoilt for choice. Um, I could have gone for We Are The Best, another film that I absolutely love, but, you know, I did have to go for border uh just because it's just really special to me and uh yeah please check it out if you haven't uh Ali Abassi uh more recently directed Holy Spider a film I didn't like as much but definitely still had some interesting things going on all right um so that's all the languages that I did manage to get on my list but I'm still missing nine uh, and some surprising ones. So Croatian, Dutch, Estonian, Greek, Latvian, Lithuanian, Maltese, Slovak, and Slovenian. I'm particularly surprised by Dutch and Greek not being on there. Um, I really would have thought that I would have at least seen a handful of Dutch language and Greek language films. There is Anne Plus, so there was a TV show called Anne Plus that was Dutch, and they did make a follow-up movie. I've seen the TV show, but I've not seen the movie. So I guess maybe I could kind of sneak Anne Plus on there, but that seems like cheating. So Now, I was lucky enough to get a couple of recommendations on Blue Sky from... Jane Zahajewski, I hope that I'm pronouncing your name right, Jane, and they told me, I recently saw a dark comedy in Romanian called Carbon, would highly recommend, it's set in Moldova, but a Moldovan-Romanian co-production, I looked this up, vaguely rang a bell, you know, I think I might have seen the trailer for this at some point, unless I'm getting it mixed up with something else, it looks really fascinating, Um, seems like it's a kind of darkly comic buddy road movie uh, about a kind of odd couple trying to kind of trying to dispose of a body but not in the way that makes it sound it looks really interesting and then Jane also says for Dutch I really liked De Patrick now I when I looked this up I realized actually again I had seen the trailer for this and among the cast is Jermaine Clement so I haven't seen the film but I definitely heard of it so Given that I do need to watch something in Dutch, uh, I guess I'll be moving that up my watch list. But thanks for those recommendations, Jane. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up there. But happy European Day of Languages, everybody. And I'll see you in the next one. And hey, if you have any recommendations for any of those languages that weren't on my list, let me know either on Letterboxd or Blue Sky or, you know, you can try me on Twitter while well, that's still or X, Zitter, whatever. 
Uh, I'm panicking the UK and all those places. So, you know, come and let me know. And if you watch any of these movies on my recommendation, please let me know. I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, All right. So thanks for listening. Bye.